Well, hi there, friends. Uh, you're listening to the same team, y'all. This is a podcast where two librarian best friends talk about stuff they're loving, tells from our libraries, life lessons we've learned along the way, and uh, boy, it's uh, it's good to be back, right, Tess? It is good to be back. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, it's been so long, I should say. Uh, uh, my name's Leaf. <laughs> and my name is Tess. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm sure our our listeners know um, that uh, you know life happens, man. You know, listen, we do this podcast for fun. We do it for free, and sometimes we can't get it together to record. Uh, sometimes there, sometimes we got to go play on the playground. Sometimes we are just having a really rough day, and we have a mental breakdown. So you know, there's lots of. Lots of things that come up in your life, <laughs> and uh, sometimes you got to drive six hours to see your family. <laughs> sometimes. sometimes spontaneous date night, and you got to go out with your partner. So these things happen, but we try to get together whenever we can and record the fabulous same team y'all podcast that you are listening to right now <laughs> right th there it is it's it's fabulous and in, in in all ways um how, how long has it been a couple weeks right yeah i feel like it might have been a month since our oh, last episode I mean, oh. what is a month but a collection of weeks right <laughs> <laughs> how has your month been tess okay um, it's been okay yeah, mm -hmm. how has yours been, sir? That didn't sound convincing at all. <laughs> that didn't that you didn't sound what? convincing at all. These days when somebody asks me how I'm doing, I feel like very like I can't commit to an answer. Yeah. <laughs> you just you just never know how like life is gonna how the world is gonna be that day. <laughs> One of my go-tos has if someone's like, Oh, how are you doing today? You know, like how's your morning been? I usually go, that is such an interesting question oh it is and then yeah. i just walk away like okay thank you i like that better than i would tell you one of my pet peeves when you when you ask somebody how they're doing and they say that they're here i'm here yeah i am here and i'm like oh thank you for gracing us with your presence sorry that's really petty of me oh, but i, I just I like that. I like that. <laughs> like you can come up with a better answer than that. Come on, I know you got it in you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Sometimes it's like, "How are you doing today?" I was like, "I'm." Sometimes this is a variation on that, but maybe a little bit better. Oh, I made it to work. You know, then that's at least kind of describing, like, okay, it was a challenge. I made it to work, as opposed yeah. to I'm just here. I mean, yeah. I usually I, I usually go with okay because I feel, <laughs> feel like it's not a commitment one way or the other. It's like a nice neutral. I'm doing okay. Could I I you know the okay. French say the French say comme si comme ça. Comme we si, don't comme really ça. Yeah, we don't it's like it, it, it's a little bad, it's a little good, you know, it's fine, whatever. Uh we don't really have a equivalent to that in the english language so i usually just say i'm doing okay <laughs> quick question the doing okay is it work stuff is it the world stuff is it life stuff just oh it's it. like combination yeah because yeah. i don't know world stuff so i know you don't i, know I don't know anything i went i was <laughs> you're so blessedly ignorant which is why i'm really hoping you have not heard 
the inspirational quote for this episode. Oh, I have not. I've got it all queued up. I haven't okay, heard good. it at all. Um, for if we have any new listeners, thank you so much for joining us. Um, this is just to give you a little background. Tess and I are very good friends who used to work together. Now we live very far apart, and so if we ever go on different, like, can we go in this direction? We go in that. You're basically invited to hanging out with two two pals talking. So. Along so, for the ride. You're along for the ride. I will um, say I, we don't live that far apart. I am coming to visit you in a couple weeks. You know what? Is <laughs> it it's not this Sunday? Is it the Sunday after? Yes. Yes. I was gonna ask, what are we what do you think we should do? <laughs> well, we can discuss that off cast. Should we it, <laughs> should uh, we plan our whole weekend? If, <laughs> if we have any listeners um that don't know this, we have a, a Twitter handle. It's at same team, y'all tweet at us what we what should, should we do. do what should we do it's going to be tests and, and our mutual friend elizabeth they're going to be visiting me and uh i have a few ideas but i would love to know what you think we should do that's at same team <laughs> y'all on uh on the twitters um what i was going to say is i'm so out of the loop that uh so Frey and i went to medieval times uh oh, last weekend medieval times. it was her first time and and she it was her first medieval times and she <laughs> loved it she was great she we rooted together and and it was so much fun and freya and i are such i mean i'm her dad so it's like i can't be like well we're best friends like i'm i'm not her dad i'm a friend but like we are friends because like the queen showed up and freya and i both turned to each other and went it's the queen (laughs) (laughs) that is so cute anyway when we were at medieval times um we went and i saw this sign that said uh please pay with exact change because there's a shortage on coins. So I went home and I was like, so Amanda, have you heard about this shortage of uh, coins apparently? And she was like, that's like years old, man. Like that is old news. I don't want to alarm you, Leaf, but there's a shortage on a lot of stuff these days. I did not know. There's big supply chain issues, uh, Mm -hmm. shortages on, on gas and food and all kinds of things, man. It's a real scary world that we're living in. But not short on uh, streaming content. No, that we are not. <laughs> That's sure. the one thing we have is pleasant distractions. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of pleasant distractions, why don't we, let me bring this out and we'll go to uh, your quote of the episode. Okay. I've so got it I want to set it up. This, okay, for any listeners who... Um, who spend time on the internet this clip went viral a while ago but i only just discovered it and i'm really hoping that leaf is about to discover it with me (laughs) i just thought it was really sweet and very you and i talk a lot leaf about loving things with your whole heart Mm. and i feel like this is a really great example of that philosophy okay let's see okay let's let's listen to this quote no i've not seen this at all I don't know if you want to like screen share or anything or if you just want to play it i've seen the clip so it's totally up to you whatever you want to do oh i'll just do the we'll just okay. do the audio all right yeah <laughs> here we go <laughs> okay let's see for me i really like corn what do you like about corn ever since i i was told that corn is real it tasted good did you think corn wasn't real but when i tried it with butter everything changed i love corn Mmm, corn. Do you think everyone should be eating corn? No, not everyone has to like it to be the best. Yeah. Everyone just has to try it. Have a bite. What else are your favorite things? I play 
Double Alley of Games, Hide and Seek, Hag, Neville Lava Monster. Yeah, mostly cone. I mean, then look at this then. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. It's cone! It's corn! Because corn is awesome! Can you describe corn to someone who's never tasted it before? A big lump with knobs. It has the juice. It's the part that mostly makes me like the cone. How much do you think corn should cost? One dollar. I hope you really have a corn-tastic day. A corn-tastic day? What? It's just a pineapple cone. If you anyone loves corn, if you come to me, I can tell you all about it. Do you like corn? No. <coughs> Have you ever had corn before? No. <laughs> okay, okay. There, there we go. Um, I gotta tell you, I love the way he said. How's he say? Corn, 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 corn. It's corn. It's corn. Um, so just in case it wasn't clear to our our friendly listening friends what are we picking up from from the corn kid what 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 are we learning uh uh well number one he loves corn um number two not everyone has to love corn but everyone should try it Mm -hmm. um it has the juice it has the juice when he tried it with butter, everything changed. Everything when he learned um, it was real, right? <laughs> when he learned that corn was real. <laughs> this kid loves corn with his whole heart. And um, I love do you, do you still have that video up? What is the name of that channel? Oh, I just X'd out of it. It's I don't okay. know. If <laughs> honestly, if you search corn kid on YouTube. This video is going to pop up. This guy, he, um, his channel, he interviews children about various topics. And this is Tariq and he loves corn. And there's actually a part two where they discuss even more in detail about corn and why it's so awesome. And they I like that at the end, there's the little man. girl who doesn't like corn. And it made me think of like at the end of the like state of the union you know how they're like the president does this whole speech and then at the yeah. end they're like so so actually here's the here's other the side re- of the story the rebuttal yeah, yeah yeah so like her rebuttal was like i don't like corn you yeah know? <laughs> i love that actually that's a great analogy yeah, yeah. yeah like she's like oh okay i don't like corn man like the president of corn and she's the uh she's the opposition to that she's like Let's actually see, corn's not that great I what don't would know. be if we were in a two-party country two-party politicist <laughs> where one was corn what's the opposite of corn uh i don't know not corn just don't you just don't eat it you Maybe. hate corn i don't Pro know corn can you think about how much simpler our lives would be if you were just voting for corn or not corn like <laughs> maybe like another side like mac and cheese or something instead like <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, if our options were like, you can have corn or not, it's really not a big deal. Like, I just feel like the world would be a much simpler place. It's, uh... (laughs) But I just love his little attitude. Like, he... This kid just loves corn, and I think it's... I just thought it was really sweet. Do you like corn? (laughs) I love corn. I do, too. My nephew, um, I I have two nephews, and one of them is obsessed with corn but but he's he's mostly just obsessed with things that are sweet 
Mm. And so corn is his favorite vegetable because it's sweet. And I remember one time I was at a cookout with him and I tried to get him to eat anything else but corn. He wanted, he ate like three cobs of corn. Just corn. Yeah. <laughs> that was what about, <laughs> what about the band? Does he like corn? <laughs> That's a great question. He's a big I fan know. of a uh, freak on a leaf. I feel like if I played him the music, he wouldn't like it. But then if I told him that the band's name was Corn, he might change his mind because he's kind of more of like a Taylor Swift kid. Oh. Um, yeah, he. <laughs> hey, no judging. Um, shoot, what was the what was the album I just listened to like on repeat? Taylor Swift wasn't the newest one. Oh, uh, was it Folklore? Folklore. Yeah, oh, that one's really good. Over and over and over. So and good. Something really cool about Taylor Swift. Um, she put out so she put out a new album, and then she announced that she's going on tour. And a lot of people were really excited about her tour. And um, if you are new to this podcast, surprise, I'm Jewish. And a lot of <laughs> a lot of Jewish fans of Taylor Swift were You're very supposed to save that till the end of the episode. So it's like the surprise. <laughs> They're like, what? I could have never. What's going on? What a twist. Uh, there were a lot of uh, Jewish fans of Taylor Swift who were really upset when the tour dates came out because they were all on the Shabbos. Mm. And um, if you are observant, then you don't do things on the Shabbos. You just relax. You don't like drive cars and pay money and dance on the Shabbos. Um, it's like the day of rest, right? Depending, Yeah, depending on how observant you are. So she... Just recently, and I don't know if it was because of all her Jewish fans tweeting at her, probably not, but she recently just put out a whole new set of dates that are on weeknights. So um, her Jewish fans and other people who uh, can go on weeknights are going to go see her on weeknights. I just thought that was really cool just because, oh, this is another thing that you're missing out on because you don't watch the news. But do you remember, do you remember your beef with Kanye? <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I am I, now I'm now joining you in your beef with Kanye I know like I feel like you squashed the beef with Kanye but I'm about to pick it back up did I, you know what this is <laughs> this might be uh what episode are we on now this is 60 something listener <laughs> listeners something, I think you will probably know um but the only reason I asked is I'm pretty sure the way we started this podcast episode one is I squashed the beef with Kanye I I said <laughs> Well, I'm picking it back up. Now you can you can keep your squash beef if you want, but like he's he said some things recently that are really, really negative about Jewish people. And I just find that unforgivable. And so it was really nice to hear. I know Taylor Swift and Kanye have had beef in the past. And it was nice to see that Taylor Swift is doing uh doing something nice for her Jewish fans, whereas Kanye, on the other hand, is uh, I don't think he has any Jewish fans anymore, if I'm going to be honest with the comments that he's been making. So this is actually, so for, for listeners, if you're still putting together like a, a picture of like, who is this man that's talking to me right now? Uh, I get all my news through like third or fourth, <laughs> fourth removed from the actual source. So this is very interesting because I was checking my emails today and we got an email from Freya's school and it was like, um, it, it was like because of a rise in anti-Semitic remarks in the media, 
Um, we are reclaim, you know, restating our 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 um, oh. adherence to you know respect and diversity and you know all this. And I was I like, love that. That's yeah. Really nice. It was really cool. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, so something happened. <laughs> and I should have known that it was Kanye West. I mean, really, <laughs> I sh I don't know why I'm surprised. I should have been like, well, you know he, what? He actually goes by Ye now, just Ye. Or maybe it's Yay. I actually am not quite sure, but it's is the it Y-E y -E of his name is he just goes by that now, apparently. Well, if it's Kanye, you think it would so be I guess it would be Yay. It looks like he I don't know. I really I I don't want to talk about him anymore. So yeah. you know what we should do? <laughs> let's let's uh flip the narrative and talk about literally the exact opposite of Kanye West. Um stuff that we love. <laughs> <laughs> this is the stuff that we love. We love! This is the stuff that we love. We love it so much. This is the stuff that we love so much. Yeah. And Kanye West, if you're listening, uh, I want to tell you two, three things. Um, one is that uh, I think you've been told a story that isn't true, right? And you've been... I think you've been tricked, my friend, and I think you need some friends who can tell it to you straight. Um, two, your dad's not a very good teacher. Did I tell you he was my? Yeah, I told you he was. Yeah. Kanye West's dad was my sociology teacher, and he he was very uh, unattentive to his students' needs. And three, uh, Kanye, if you would like to sponsor the same team, y'all podcast. No, no, I'm joking. Turn him down. We would. Uh, if 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 he's listening, ye. Or yay. Um, hey, yay. I just want to say that um, you seem convinced that Jews are in control of like various industries. And I just want to say like, we can't even agree on the best way to eat latkes. And I, I feel like if we can't even agree on that, I'm not quite sure what like new world order government we're secretly running. I just, it, it's just not, it's not realistic. And it, it shows that you haven't hung out with many Jewish people and maybe hang out with them. And I don't know, try some latkes. I think you'd like them. That's all I have to say. I think this is okay. This is the last thing we're going to say about Kanye. I think <laughs> Kanye has some latkes just kind of shoved up in his mouth at all times. You know, do you know what I'm talking about? He kind of looks like he's always chewing on food. Like he's got just a little bit of food that he keeps in his mouth. Do you know what I'm talking about? I didn't notice. That. Bring up a picture of Kanye West here. We're going to do it. I know he had his whole career started. He had like jaw surgery. So I wonder, I'm going to look up a picture of him and see. It makes me think, and Kanye, hey, if you're listening, man, and if you like to keep just a little bit of food in there, like, if you need a snack throughout the day, that's perfectly fine. You looking? I, I am looking. Oh, you're right. He does kind of have an expression of um, possibly chewing on things. You yeah, know what? Like I think it's like, it, you know, it. it's like um, uh, it, it are, my people would call it a, a schmutz on his face. He looks like he's got a, he looks like he's like mean mugging. Like it looks like a, maybe like he's doing that facial expression on, on purpose to look intimidating. Maybe that's what, what I, well, that's what, what I think. And, and I think uh, just let, let, let the love in, sir. Have some corn, have some latkes and just. Oh, I'm a, oh no. Why did I look up pictures of Kanye West? Cause now I'm seeing more news about Kanye West. Oh boy. It's not, 
I've seen some interesting shirts that he wants to sell. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh. about that. Gosh. Oh, oh the Kanye. Cycle, the news cycle moves so quickly. Oh, um, Kanye. Um, just close out that window and let's talk about the stuff here, wait, that we love. Wait, I'm sorry. I don't want to move on yet. So when you <laughs> mentioned his meat mugging, it made me think of something. There's a lesson okay. here. So he maybe this expression is like he's given like a tough guy look at all yeah, times, I mean, right? Like a tough guy look. Yeah, he's doing and so this made me think of um Yeah, I'm doing it right now. A man oh here, wait, let me look at you real quick. Let me see your tough guy. Let me see your Kanye. Where hey Kanye, where'd Tess go? Do you see Tess anywhere? I just see oh it was you the whole time. The it makes me think of Amanda's father in law. No, my father in law and he, <laughs> My father-in-law father that is Amanda's dad. Uh, wait, wait. Um, Amanda's father-in-law. Yeah, probably that's probably the end of the story. Is she um or the end of the descriptor? He once was like, Oh, I never smile in photographs, right? And I was like, and I just never smile. And so I see Johnny. Oh, his name's Johnny. Hey Johnny, you listening? What's up, man? Yeah, go sports. Anyway, he uh was like, I never, I just don't smile that much. I never smile. But what's funny is I was like, I know I've seen him smile and he smiles. I make him laugh because I'm a funny guy. And then, so I know you're like, where's this going? Um, I've got on my refrigerator pictures of Freya and people holding her smiling. And then there's a picture of Johnny and his wife, Amanda's mom, and they're holding him, holding Freya and Amanda's mom is smiling. Johnny's not smiling. And I look at that picture and I'm always thinking to myself, like, he's purposely not (laughs) smiling. He's purposely not smiling. And the only thing I can come to is he has this idea that it's not masculine to smile. Right? Well, I, I think that's that's probably true. Yeah. I know my my dad um thinks for whatever reason it's not masculine to cry. And so he has never cried in front of me, although I have seen him physically hold back tears. Like I remember specifically we were watching the miracle on 34th street have you seen this movie i've just recently discovered that apparently i'm a real real scrooge because i have not watched oh, a lot of holidays okay movies. i'll explain what's happening in this i don't scene. even for that matter i don't even like christmas carol so i'm not even that much of a scrooge so <laughs> there's this movie where there's this guy who claims to be santa claus and everyone's like no you're not but maybe he is And he's working as a department store Santa Claus in this movie. And there's a scene where there's a deaf girl who comes to see him and he sings to her in ASL. They sing, I think they sing Jingle Bells together. And I, it's a very heartwarming scene because, because Santa Claus would be able to speak every child's language. He could speak every language. And so it's kind of like a, oh, maybe like the whole movie are going, maybe he is, maybe he's not, maybe he's a crazy person. Maybe it's magic. Um, And so this scene is like a, oh, maybe he is. And I remember thinking, oh, this is such a heartwarming scene. Let me look over at my beloved father and see how he's reacting. And my dad was literally doing this. Like he was trying, you could tell he was trying, he wanted to cry because it was a heartwarming scene and he couldn't let it out. And so I do think it's possible that your theory about your your father-in-law is correct, that maybe he just feels that it's not masculine to to smile or really maybe just to show any emotions. Yeah. Um, 
I think that might be it. But I think things are kind of changing as the generations kind of move forward. I think we're kind of progressing in that and realizing, hey, it's okay to Just have exist, emotions man. and express Just them. exist, right? Yeah. It's, it's really, I don't know, it's interesting. So maybe Kanye, every day he's got to put on that mean mug face. Maybe. Maybe. I, think he, I still think he's got food up in there somewhere, <laughs> you know? Okay, so that was our, our tangent. Um, What's your first love? Oh, and of course, if we have any new listeners, we always discuss stuff that we love because <laughs> this is a little funny after Kanye West. It is much more fun to talk about stuff we love than things that we don't enjoy. And here's three things I love about you, Kanye West. Um, God, why did I say three? Um, I heard your music's good. Um, I see here that you're no longer married to Kim Kardashian. So if it wasn't a healthy relationship, I'm glad you're moving on. And uh, what else do I see? Uh, a father like you. Oh, and I, I like that you're a dad. Yeah, maybe that you guys could bond over that. I will say his album, 808s and Heartbreaks, I I really dug that album. I'm questioning like my choices now, now, but at the time, I really thought it was good. So there you go, Kanye. Now that you care what we think, I mean, maybe <laughs> at least I hope you don't. I heard I really actually. Hope. I read I an really article hope that that wouldn't bother you. I read an article that Kanye West listens to literally every podcast that's ever been made. So, <laughs> um, okay. What's your stuff? What's your you stuff that first? you're loving? You want me to go first? Yeah, I okay. would love it if you went first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, okay. my first stuff that I'm loving. Leaf, are you familiar with the concept of wine and design? Yes. I yeah. is this in in uh old uh it, it's right down the road from you. It is, yes. Uh -huh. In the that the library I work at is they have a little place called Wine and Design, which is apparently like a uh like a franchise like this these exist all over the country probably all over the world and what it is if you're not familiar is you go to this place and you paint you paint but you also drink <laughs> and in the south uh they call it paint and drink my mom <laughs> my mom has been to a couple my mom lives in in carolina and they call it paint and drink down there but paint it's the drink the concept is that um, a lot of people feel that they're not artistic and so they don't engage in artistic hobbies like painting for pleasure. Um, and so you have a few alcoholic beverages, you feel a little uh, inhibited or a little less inhibited and you uh, and you are then free to uh, let your creative juices flow and paint. So um, I've never I've never done a wine and design. Honestly, the the whole idea never really appealed to me before. And then my husband, my beloved husband, his workplace was doing like a morale boosting thing for the company. And they were like, anyone who wants to come to wine and design will pay for you to go. And so my husband was like in in a partner, like if you want to bring a friend. Um, and so my husband was like, hey, do you want to go to wine design with me? And I was like, well, and then he showed me what they were painting and they were, they had several options that you could choose it from. It was Kanye West's head. 
<laughs> oh, it was um, Jack Skellington from the movie Nightmare Before Christmas. And I think that you and I have talked about this movie. I really, this was a movie that I watched a lot in my childhood. Ray is watching it literally right now. She's watching <laughs> it right now. Yeah, it's yeah. Movie, I really enjoy it. And I was like, I kind of do want to go to wine and design if it means that i can paint jack skellington that sounds really cool the pumpkin so I, said, I said when is it and he looked up the date and i was like oh actually i'm not free that night where the library is having uh oh i switched schedules with somebody so i could cover their evening shift and so i will be unavailable to do wine and design he was like that's fine i'll take my mom so they were they were planning to go. And then the day of wine and design, the day they were going to go, um, I was kissing him goodbye and going to work at 830 in the morning. And who? he was like, wait, who are you kissing? <laughs> Brett, <laughs> my <laughs> beloved husband. Just want to make sure we got the facts straight. <laughs> and it was really early in the morning. And he was like, wait, I thought you were working a late shift tonight. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to. And then last minute, they asked if I would work a day shift instead. You know, things come up. And um, and I was like, now I'm working an early shift. And he was like, oh, well, now you can go to wine and design. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I could go. So this is, I have severe anxiety. And so spon spontaneous things are not my bag. Like, I don't like, I like to emotionally and mentally prepare myself for every situation that I go into. When I have to do something spontaneous, I usually have like a little mild freak out. But I was like, you know what? Actually, I, I could go tonight if, if mom, and he was like, they have one spot left. They said that they're looking to fill and I'm going to put you in it and we're going to go to wine and design. So it was a spontaneous thing. And I was, so that was like an anxiety win boom one anxiety win <laughs> number two mm -hmm. i we got there and i had to socialize with um people that i don't know people from brett's workplace so that's anxiety win number two i see there's someone creeping up behind you <laughs> yeah uh hi there <laughs> what are you doing here Frey? hi hey good job yeah that's the microphone what are you doing here tess was telling me a story and you are interrupting it, good madam. I'm just joining in. You're just joining in? Like a tag along. Like a tag along? If you lost Marie told me to stay up the dead, you know. What'd you say? Did you lost Marie told me stay up the dead. Oh, oh, De La Morte. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, do you lost Marie told Is your movie done? It is God, Nightmare Before Christmas isn't a long movie. Holy it's smokes. Like we should have We should have picked another one. Hey girly, I gotta finish this. Okay. Oh fine. And then what are we Hey, what are we gonna do? Hey Freya, what are we gonna do when we're done recording? What are we making? Yeah, we're gonna make some shake and bake. It's gonna be great. Okay. Shake and bake. Nice. Here. You can play in your tablet if you want, okay? Okay, so you went to wine and design. Uh, that was my daughter, everyone. Okay. <laughs> I had uh, I, I had to socialize with people I didn't know. So that was a, a second anxiety mm. win. And then um, the, the creative process of painting, they talk you through the entire thing. Like they tell you what colors they, to mix. They tell you which paintbrushes would be best. 
they tell you, like, they walk you through the entire thing. And so you don't even have to think while you're painting. Like, you could go off script and paint something else if you wanted to. But I just followed what she was saying. And so I basically got to turn my brain off for two hours because I was just following along with this. And so that was anxiety win number three, because typically I would be really anxious about like, oh, no, am I not going to be able to know? I don't know how to paint. It's not going to look good. And then I finished it and it looked fine. It didn't look like crap. It looked like a little painting of Jack Skellington. It actually looked pretty yeah. good. And so I, it was a lot of wins for me and I had a really great time. And then I will say I did suffer an anxiety loss when I got home. I was really, really tired after all of that. And I was like, um, oh, I'm going to sleep really well tonight. And my head hit the pillow and I immediately thought of something that I didn't do at work and that I needed to do in the morning. And then I like couldn't sleep for two hours because I just couldn't stop thinking about that. So that was an anxiety loss, but <laughs> there were more wins than losses. And so that is why wine and design was the stuff I was loving because it really got me out of my head yeah. for a little bit. And I got to paint something and I had fun with my husband and my mother-in-law and uh, it was a good time and I would do it again. It's kind of expensive, yeah, <laughs> but I would do it again. Um, I thought it was a it was a good time. I had a good time. <laughs> Amanda and I went to wine and design a couple times. Like there was a period because after a while you're kind of like, okay, let's. I want to go out with my my lovely wife. So are we uh, watching a movie or yeah yeah a restaurant? So it was nice to do something different. And I think we got to a point where like almost every every room in the house had like two pictures we had painted in it, and so. We had to kind of clean it out, but uh, no, I really enjoyed it. Like I, I thought it was, we don't really drink, so we skip the wine part, but um, I, I think it's fun. I think it's, it's important to try to get over that. Like, oh, this isn't going to look good. Right. And it's like, it's fine. Right. You know, it's okay. Well, congratulations on your anxiety wins. Thank you. What is a uh, stuff that you've been loving this past month? Uh, I've been reading a book. I'm almost done. Uh, by Walter Tevis called uh, Queen's Gambit. They recently, oh, a couple of years ago, yes. made a show based on it on Netflix. Um, it is very good. It's uh, anyone who's not familiar. It's about a young lady named Beth Harmon who grows up in an orphanage and uh, is a chess prodigy and slowly works her way up the ranks of chess stardom in a world mostly dominated by men. And she also fights the patriarchy as well as her own uh, substance addictions. Um, and it is very good. So this is a twofer. One is the book, which I'm, I'm just like 10 sh pages shy of finishing. Another one is chess itself. I've been playing a lot of chess online with uh, chess.com where you sign up for free and play chess with real life people um, instantly. Like it, it's really good because, you know, sometimes you play games online. You're like, oh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Like, no, the bah, they pop up and they do a really good thing, too, where if someone's idle too long, they'll kick you out and you got a free win, which is really good. Um, <laughs> got chess.com. A lot of different options as far as your timer. Uh, you 10 minute. You do 30 minute, 45 minute. Uh, you can even go one minute if you want to go real fast. Wow, um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. And like, I'm still very much a beginner, but um. But uh, it's a kind of like a fun way to 
not well the it's opposite of shut your brain off but shut off the the story about your day right like Uh you're sitting there and you're playing chess and you kind of have to focus because there's a clock you know you can't just well i guess you could play without a clock um you know but anyway uh queen's gambit by walter tevis as well as the game of chess are things that i'm loving that's a, a twofer do you play chess at all tess um, I have played chess. I don't like if you wanted to challenge me right now, you'd probably have to re-explain all of the rules to me. <laughs> um, but uh, I enjoyed it when I did play it. And um, I loved the Queen's Gambit TV show. Um, I started that book mm-hmm. and um, I ended up not not going a lot keep going with it because I found that it to be a little darker and more depressing than the TV show was and I was like you know what I think I'll just stick with the adaptation that's a little a little brighter I mean she's still there's still some dark stuff in the TV show she's still an orphan and she's still substance abuse problem and there there she still has a lot of things to struggle with but i feel like in the book it was even worse and i was like oh no in the book there is it is a shade or two darker and bleaker um yeah yeah um very compelling story um whether you read the book or you or you choose to watch the tv show which i believe is streaming on netflix mm -hmm. um very compelling i did not expect to be so into a story about chess um yeah it could also be that maybe i would watch anything if i get to stare at anna joy taylor she is beautiful she is stunning like i i would watch her it's called um uh someone it's just her taking out the garbage it's called the garbage gambit and she's taking garbage and throwing it away for for it's a 12 episode miniseries and it's just her throwing garbage away and I would just keep watching it, you know. <laughs> the um, whole cast of that um series is really excellent. Yeah, everyone was really good. But yeah, she is beautiful. Maybe when you and Elizabeth come, we can all play chess together. Ooh, under a, that would be fun. <laughs> under a tree. We should sit outside. I love and, that. Outdoor play, chess. Play some, uh, play some chess outside. Uh, I have a chess clock now to make it a I really, um, I've discovered this about myself. I really enjoy the act of playing games. Mm-hmm. What I don't enjoy is the um, like competition aspect. Like I think some people, when you're playing a game, they're just enjoying the game. They're just like, hey, we're having fun. We're playing a game. Maybe it's a physical game. Maybe it's a mental game, but they're enjoying just the act of playing the game. And then there are some people who are playing a game and they want to win. Yeah. And that is way more important to them than the act of playing the game. It's really like the result of playing the game is what they're really focused on. And if it isn't in their favor, then they feel a certain way about it. And I don't like that. (laughs) That's why I think generally I tell myself I don't like sports. I'm not a sports person, but I think I would like sports if we took out that aspect of it, of Mm -hmm. like, you know, whoever wins, wins. Like, at least we got to, at least we had fun. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of more, <laughs> more well, like the, the results of the game, whatever it is, should not reflect upon the, uh, like how the team or person views themselves. Right. Yeah. Like, like I'm the same way. I don't, I really don't think I have a competitive bone in my body. I don't, you know? And like, if I, like, if we played chess and then you beat me, I, 
honestly, I will not care, you know, because we're having I, a good time. Yeah, to you me, know? it's fun to win, but it's also fun when the other person wins. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't really, maybe there's something wrong with me. I don't know. But Ooh. Brett and I, for instance, we've been playing, uh, there's this app on, uh, on our phones. We've both been playing a, a game called King's Corner, which is a card game. Um, and uh, when we play, whoever wins, the other person is always like, oh, good job, honey. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's your second stuffs that you're loving? So my second stuff that I'm loving is I just got back from a trip to Carolina. I went to go see my parents and I don't see my parents um, very often. They live uh, about six hours away uh, from where I live. And um, so and also and also just our uh, we're not like super close. I feel like there are some families uh, where you're just very close and you're kind of in constant contact with each other. And, um, you're very, you know, like emotionally supportive of one another at all times. And, uh, I have kind of a more distant relationship with my family for various reasons. There's a lot of reasons that we do not need to unpack right now, but, um, I just don't see them here. I have my notebook out. You want to, <laughs> Let me go lay on that couch. Yeah, I lay down and so tell me how <laughs> how do you feel about that? Tell me about your childhood. Tell me about um, your childhood. <laughs> we don't need to go there, but I just I don't see them that often. But we always oh I try to get together with them it, at least once a year. I'm building up to twice a year, and I know there's probably people out there listening like that's crazy. I see my mom like every day, or I see my mom at least every week. Um, but you know that's just that's just the way it is with my family, and so. We're working our way up to two times a year, but for now we're on one time a year. And it was, it was my one time a year that I went to go see them. And I was very anxious about it, um, but it was really good. It was a really great trip. One of the things I was anxious about is my mom does not like tattoos. And I recently, somewhat recently got, a, between the last time I saw her, I got a very large tattoo on my arm and I was really worried about how she was going to react to it. It was fine. She was just like, whatever <laughs> she didn't she wasn't interested in it like she didn't want to look at it or talk about it or anything but she also wasn't like disgusted and upset or anything like so that was great um she didn't start to cry when she saw no, it no no she didn't and so that was what about your dad did he start to cry when he saw it no my dad actually did ask me about it and wanted to look at it he was very complimentary he likes tattoos he thinks they're cool well, he's a former military guy yeah. right so yeah. there's probably a lot of guys got tattoos right yeah i think that my dad would probably get a tattoo if my mom would like allow him to do that <laughs> <laughs> but she really doesn't like them and so i can see why he doesn't have any mm -hmm. Remember one time in my childhood, he got a temporary tattoo just to like prank her. And she was very, very upset. It led to a really big fight. But <laughs> that's so funny. I got so, um, Tess. Yeah. Tell me more about that fight. How did that make you? How did that make you feel? <laughs> Anyways, that was fine. Um, I was really anxious. We brought our dog, our senior dog, Rosie. Um, who does not like other dogs. Um, some dogs are into other dogs. My dog does not. She likes to pretend that she's the only dog in the world. And when she sees and hears and smells other dogs, she feels like offended. So um, 
I was worried because my mom was also bringing her dog and we were going to keep them on separate floors of this house that they, that they were staying in. Um, and I was really worried that that wasn't going to work out, that somehow the dogs would have some sort of altercation, but it was fine. The dogs were fine. Uh, Rosie is like mostly deaf at this point. Like she's really old. So I think that probably was in our favor. I don't think she even realized that there was another dog on the premises. So that worked out fine. And I will say Rosie went for some pretty epic walks on the beach for being an old lady. She had a really, she had a really good time out there. Um, We went to the beach and around this time of year, when you go to the beach, there's like nobody else out there because mm-hmm. people typically go to the beach during the summer. So that was fine because I love the ocean and I love to look at it and listen to it. And I don't want other people around when I'm enjoying it. So that was great for me to go to the beach during the off season. Um I had some really good beers while I was down there. I ate some really good pizza all around. It was a good trip and um, I'm really happy about it. And it was the stuff I was loving. This oh my goodness. Time. That sounds lovely. Yeah. yeah. Because typically those trips are not a stuff I'm loving, yeah. <laughs> but this time it was, well, it was a good trip. With family, sometimes it could be tricky. You yeah. Know? I know. And as far as, well, first of all, kudos to you for trying to make an effort to visit your parents more. Um, I mean, I would ask too, like, do they try to come visit you two times a year? Not to, hey, I'm not trying to stir the pot. I'm just saying it goes both ways, you know, like listeners, I'm really close. Oh, it's you been can... observed in the past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like for listeners, I'm very close with my mom. She actually lives with me and Amanda, my wife. And uh, she kind of splits her time between my house and my sister's house in Delaware. Um, but then I'm not close to my dad at all. Um, you know, I haven't I haven't seen him in in years, you know, and uh, every once in a while he'll text me um, like for, so he texts me for Halloween and he said, happy Halloween. And he sent me a bunch of pictures of himself and his partner. And that was it, you know? And a part of me was like, okay, would you like to, I don't know, you got any questions about your granddaughter, what she's doing for Halloween? And I was like, oh, that's right. You're a a terrible narcissist. That's right. And then I was like, okay, well, happy Halloween. (laughs) And that was the end of that uh, exchange, you know? So dad, if you're listening, maybe ask about your granddaughter every once in a while. Okay, buddy. (laughs) Also, I don't need to see any more pictures of your dogs, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> I like dogs, but here's the deal. Remember when I was a kid and you said, I don't like dogs, we can't have any dogs? <laughs> and now you've got dogs and you're sending me pictures of dogs? What's going on, man? What are you trying to tell me? I'm very confused, Dad. And this is when you go, this is when you go, you get your pen out, you go, so tell me how does that make you feel? Yeah, tell me about how you really wanted a dog when you're... I... Girly, what's almost all done? I thought it was done. Were you fibbing earlier? What are you watching now? Hey, girly, I'm doing super. How am I going to get that big Kanye West sponsorship if you keep interrupting us? Hey, girly. Get the get the shake and bake ready, okay? Now remember the oven goes to four hundred. <laughs> Listen, uh, listeners, I'm joking, of course. <laughs> Preheat the oven. Don't forget. Okay, hey, Frank, Frank, Frank. 
Head downstairs, okay? You silly goose. There she goes. <laughs> Freya, everybody. There it is. Um, My second stuff I'm loving. Let me ask you this. What did she dress up for as Halloween, though? I, I am curious. Oh, she was a vampire. Have we talked about this I, yet? No, I about don't. About sexy vampires? Oh, no. Oh, she vampire was she i asked her what she wanted to be for halloween and she told me she wanted to be a sexy vampire and i was like <laughs> and i was like where is she getting this right <laughs> my guess is that maybe like from a halloween like a commercial for a halloween like halloween maybe, store or something yeah. and i asked her i said what do you think sexy means she goes you know uh it means like you dress nice and you sing and dance and i was like okay oh. well yeah you know so she was a vampire um and she was also pikachu when she went to school too oh, okay yeah and, and halloween was great yeah yeah she's got got a good haul got, got a good haul it was fun so question for you tess do you have a desk at work i do do you often wish that you could be more restful at work? I do. Do you often wish you can have more innovative thoughts and, and more out-of-the-box thinking and more creative-based solutions? Absolutely. Well, boy, do I have a product for you. Okay. Just recently, I've discovered the amazing transformative power of the thinking nest. <sighs> what is the thinking nest? Step one get your desk. Step two, under your desk, put an assortment of jackets and sweaters. Step three, crawl under the desk and go to sleep. Step four, wake up refreshed, ready to have the best day at work of your entire life. <laughs> yes. The thing that I've been loving so for the record, in case any members of my uh, library administration are listening, I only use the thinking nest slash sleeping under my under my desk. On your lunch break? Well, no, not even that. Before my shift starts. So I go in early and I sleep oh. and then I get up. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah, yeah. So like, let's say I'm working a nine to five. I show up at eight and I crawl under that. I uh, shut my lights off and I shut the door. No one's even there yet. You know, I'm there an hour before anyone else. And I'm there and I got <laughs> under my, I have all these sweaters and jackets and I got a pillow down there and I cuddle up under the desk and I, uh, I pull the chair in so that that way, if anyone does open it, they're like, Oh, well, there's a chair there. Clearly there's not a man sleeping no one, under that. No desk. one's sleeping under that. <laughs> Who would sleep under that desk? That's absurd. And then I sleep for like an hour or so. I set my alarm on my phone and then I wake up completely refreshed, ready to take on the day. And Yeah. <laughs> wow that's i know that's i have crazy. i have a here i'm gonna send you i've got a picture of me in oh, my yes please in my, do. i have a picture of me in my thinking nest let me see if i can find oh, this who took right. this photo did you i did took you it me? so okay. so there's a um georgia hey georgia you listening hey girl she was one of my she worked with me she was one of my part-time staff members and then she uh, got another job somewhere else which i was sorry to lose her but now it's full time and she has her own office and her own desk um so she can maybe have a thinking desk if she or a thinking nest if she wants but anyway uh we've been it's kind of nice that she found another job because now we can like be closer friends than if i was like her supervisor you know what i mean yeah so we were texting back and forth about different things and i told her about how i sleep under my desk 
and uh here we go i'm gonna send this to you you get prepared to see this i'm ready for it you got it okay let's see if i can find this i'm i'm scrolling i'm scrolling (laughs) Uh, i'm i swear i'm scrolling where is it at i'm going through apparently i send a lot of you think you would get in trouble if someone found out about your nest? I don't I mean, know. I'm not really breaking any rules unless there's a rule against Someone would probably tell me not to. There we go. I just sent it. Okay. Someone would probably tell me not to. So that's why, hey, if anyone's listening and they happen to work with me, be cool, man. Be cool. Hey. Hey, just be cool, man. Be cool. Oh, wow. Look at you under there. <laughs> I would say you you don't look very relaxed in this photo, but it might be like because you knew. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't look that relaxed. Well, that's more of a like I'm I'm getting into position, you know. Oh wow! Yeah. I feel like you should put some like lights down there, like some fairy lights or something. No, because then it's going to be too obvious. Once though, um, one of the cleaning crew came in while I was under there. Oh. And he came oh. in and he was like sweeping. And I don't even know if he noticed me under there because uh, if the lights are off, like it's pretty dark under my desk. Like it's a really deep desk. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. So there you go. That's what I look like when I'm I'm sleeping in the thinking nest. Um, nice. Yeah. It's incredible. But yeah, I just like I said, I don't for the record. I know I've said it already. Not while I'm on the clock. Pre work is what it is. Pre, you know. Um, and so far, I don't think anyone's noticed yet. Like, I just kind of magically appear at work, and everyone's like, Oh, when did you get here? I was like, Oh, I just came in. You didn't notice? I'm rubbing sleep out of my eye. I got like a old timey sleep cap on my head, you know, and I take it. I'm walking around with like a lighted, um, was it like a lit candle, like old timey? Oh, you got some slippers on. Yeah, yeah. That's, I got my slippers on, and I take it all away. But no, man, it's great. Um, so there we go. Thinking nest is a thing that I'm loving. Nice. Yeah, you're welcome. I you're really, welcome, world. I really can't wait to hear your tale from the library after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should watch something else, girly. Uh, um, Hocus, Hocus two showed up and I couldn't find my top wagon. I filled on the table and there was no purple tap. Did you turn the light on? Mm-mm. Try turning the light on. That might help. If it's if it won't. Can you still hear her? You hear? And I'm gonna quit and say you Oh, you sound angry. Are you angry? Because you can't find your tablet? Hmm. What do you think we should do? This is riveting audio. <laughs> what do you think we should do? Do you do you need to go get her settled with something else to watch? Yeah, let's do, let's do that. What do you want? What do you want to do, girly? I think I know where your tablet is. By the way, I think it's actually in my room. You're going to sleep. Okay, we might be able to go. She's going to sleep, so okay. I think she's asleep already. Here, right. let's. Let's talk about some tales from the library. (laughs) Tales from the library. Tales from the library. Read some books. Read some books. We also have online resources. (laughs) 
is beautiful. Uh, what's your tale from the library, Tess? Oh, my tale from the library is um, that we brought back Spooktacular after oh. a, a two-year uh, hiatus um, because due to the pandemic, <laughs> every single year for as long as I've been working for the library and I've been working for the library for 15 years, we have done a Halloween program called Spooktacular. And, uh, but in the year of 2020, we did not do Spooktacular. And guess what? In the year of 2021, we also did not do Spooktacular because we were still dealing with pandemic stuff, COVID-19 stuff. And so this year we did Spooktacular and it was like, are people going to remember this? Are people going to care? Are people going to come? Are people going to still be worried about germs and maybe they won't come? Um, are like, how is the word going to get out to everyone? But it, it did. And over a hundred people came. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> In case anyone's curious my daughter had a headache on the bus so she had a hard day today that's what she told me yeah and now she's making sad noises as she's laying in the bed well if you have a headache i understand how that feels i hope i hope she feels better oh it's kind of weird that she brought it up just now right (laughs) that was a little suspect that's a little But we had about 120 people come to our spectacular. The kids were in really cute costumes. We did trick or treating in the library, and by far the most like exciting treat that they got was the book. Like mm. they were really excited. We were giving away free books that they could. I mean, you can always get free books at the library, but these were books that you could take home and keep forever. And people were really stoked about that. Um, which I was excited because you know normally everyone's just like give me candy what what else free stuff you got but can I like, eat this book is this yeah. book actually a chocolate <laughs> is it a chocolate book covered in wrapping they really liked that and um a bunch of people filled out our event survey and the lowest score we got was seven hey, hey that's still pretty good that's like a b plus I think so I think we <laughs> I think the program was a success. <laughs> People were were waiting for Spooktacular to come back, and they uh, enjoyed it. And that is my tale from. That is a really good tale. Um, your story of Spooktacular was so scary and accurate that I I feel like I hear like the sounds of a a scary <laughs> ghoul or something in the room with me. Um, I was I was also really happy that I got to experience that um, I was there the night of Spooktacular helping with the program because I was in Carolina uh, for Halloween and we got no trick-or-treaters. In fact, I totally forgot it was Halloween that mm-hmm. day because they just weren't doing it where, where we were. You got to have a Halloween day. type experience. Then. Yeah, I was. I was happy I got to do that. Very cool. <laughs> so listen, are we still putting these on YouTube? Yes. <laughs> If anyone is, if anyone's curious, just right now. So on YouTube, you just search same team, y'all same team, Y apostrophe A L L. And you'll be able to find the video because we do this through zoom. Um, And if you could just see like Freya's little sad face, Freya's little boo-boo face, her little sad face. Do you want to go, do you want to go get her set up with another movie or something? 
No. Okay. What What's your tale from the library, sir? Well, I actually, so I had to think really hard about this because lately oh. I've been very, um, what's the word? I'm like, not bad, like neutral. I've been comfortably neutral towards um, almost everything. And it's very nice. It's actually better than riding the roller coaster of emotions that I usually do. Who knows what I can attribute it to? Probably a, a higher dose of medication. That's probably what it is. Um, but it's fine. Anyway, it took me a while to think, like, what is an actual tale that I have? Um, but I do have one. I started a program. It's a teen chess club because I'm a big fan oh, of chess okay. now. Yeah. Uh, we had five teenagers show and one of them brought his own chess board. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It was just it was just a couple of couple of people, a couple of cool people hanging out, playing chess and uh it was a, a a grand old time. Oh, someone's poking me. Oh. Yes. Wait a second. You found a bee. Uh-oh. Like the letter or the animal? Like the insect? <laughs> okay. I'm going to investigate this bee. Let me tell you guys what's going on. Where's it at? Oh, yeah. It's right there. What should we do, you think? Vacuum it? Maybe I should pick it up and get rid of it. Here, I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna get this bee. There's a there's a bee in the carpet. Oh my goodness! Is it alive? That's, I mean, there's no way to tell, right? <laughs> I don't know. So Freya, I'm gonna grab this bee and then we're gonna go downstairs and I'm gonna find the tablet for you. Okay. In the meantime, what am I gonna do? You. You just do something, okay? okay. Good okay. plan. Okay. You ready, Frank? <laughs> Come on, girly. I got the bee right here. I just have a headache. Well, here, let's go downstairs. Let's get you something for your headache, okay? Come on. So the year is 1994. <laughs> Come on, girly. The, the venue is Camp Fisher, <laughs> a sleepaway camp that I am going to for the first time as a 10-year-old. I am very, very nervous because as I mentioned earlier in the uh, in the podcast, I have severe anxiety and I have probably had it my whole life. Um, and I, but my parents are insisting that I go to sleepaway camp. Uh, they think it's going to be good for me and perhaps they're right. Uh, but I'm I I'm really concerned about this this trip and whether or not I'm going to make friends and whether or not I'm going to be good at anything outdoorsy because I don't spend a lot of time outdoors as an as an only child. <laughs> and so uh, I I go to the local library and I check out all of their books about jokes, all the jokes books for kids, check them all out memorize almost every joke in almost every book and then I go to camp and I just tell jokes the whole time I'm at camp okay like we, we do other things right typical camp things like we went uh canoeing big surprise I wasn't very good at canoeing in fact my canoe got stuck in some reeds in the like river or lake that we were on 
and uh, they had to, a camp counselor had to come and like extract my canoe from the reeds. No other kid had this problem, but I somehow steered my canoe into uh, an expanse of reeds and had to be extracted. Um, cooking, we did some outdoor cooking over a, a fire. Not very good at that either. Um, uh, had to had to have help from a camp counselor uh, named Jody, who I actually developed a really big crush on. Shout out to Jody if you're out there. <laughs> Love and kindness to you. <laughs> um, friendship bracelets. We, we made friendship bracelets and other little crafty things. I wasn't really great at that either. I've honest, I've never been really great with the artistic pursuits, and so. Um, at the end of the camp, they announced awards for uh, for various things that happened during the camp. Best canoeing. I definitely wasn't going to win that. Best friendship bracelets. Not going to win that. Best cooking. I'm so now I'm 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 like filled with terror as they are announcing all of these awards. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm not going to win an award because I was crap at camp as I thought I was going to be. Oh, no. Oh, and, no. And guess what, guys? I did win an award because I was 10 and I didn't realize they were literally giving an award to every child who was at the camp because it would have been it would have been very demoralizing for any of the kids to not win an award at this point. And I won the best storyteller award. Oh, my Girl. goodness. And then you wow. grew up. Here I am telling stories and I, I kind of do it for a living now. I do story time and that's, and that's my origin story. That's my librarian origin story. <laughs> I like that. That's a here. I'm going to tell my oranges story. Okay. Once I bought, I went into the grocery store and I bought a, a huge sack of oranges, Valencia. And then I ate them and that was my oranges story. See what I did there. Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did. That's great. Let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you were finished telling us about your chess club. Oh, well, it happened. That was the chess club. Oh, I, like I, I said, I don't have a, I, I had a hard time coming up with tales. I do think, though, that's one of the really great things about being uh, working at a library, particularly if you're a programmer at a library, because for those of you who don't work in libraries, it's probably the vast majority of you who might be listening to this. Although, I don't know, maybe we have a huge library staff audience. I don't know. But one of the things about working in a library is some, some one of the things you do is programs. Not everybody does it, but when you do, a lot of times you get to bring in your own interests into the program. So like if you want to play D&D, then guess what? You get to start a D&D program at your library and now you are at work doing something that you really love to do or you like ukuleles and so you start playing ukulele yeah. during all your programs and now you get to do you're getting paid to do something that you really like so that's kind of a fun thing about working at the libraries honestly it's encouraged for you to bring your interests into the programs that you're doing because you're actually knowledgeable about those topics and you can speak to them for customers who might be interested in them so yeah what life lesson did you learn? <laughs> I like that was a, a recruitment pitch. <laughs> and so uh, remember to uh, 
If you're interested in working at your local library, there are many benefits to you it. You know, uh, the last the benefit, time, uh, no, uh, what were you going to say? The last time I did a career day, you know, like career day where you're trying to like inspire the next generation of librarians. I swear the last one I did was in 2019. Um, and I, I got there and normally I can, I can usually get a couple kids who are excited about, oh, hey, I like the library. Maybe I'd like to work there. Um, these kids were not interested into it. And so like, I kept trying to engage them and they were just like, not really interacting with me. And I said, okay, well, what do you guys want to do? Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they nine times out of 10 said, influencer, YouTuber, Twitch streamer. Some of them already had their own Twitch streams and they're like eight years old. And uh, yeah, they did not want to hear from some fuddy-duddy minimum wage. Well, we're influencers IRL. I guess you could make that. I, uh, I guess you could make that argument. I will say uh, one of the things I was trying to do to entice them was that I was telling them about programs, how you get to do fun programs at the library. And they were like, like what? And I said, well, we're doing a mindfulness program. And they were like, what's that? And so I kind of talked to them about mindfulness and meditation. And then we all meditated. We did like a group meditation together. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah, it was cool. Oh, I, was I remember to- you telling me about yeah, this was years ago. Yeah, talking to them about the library and working there. But we did a guided meditation instead. And it- <laughs> Did they like it? Yeah, they loved it. They thought it was great. And the teacher loved it. She was like, we should do this every day. So who knows? Maybe, maybe I did influence those kids to uh meditate who knows (laughs) um that was a a great story the um i'm the 1994 best storyteller at camp fisher okay so there you go (laughs) that's incredible yeah uh here's a life lesson for you guys um and gals and non-binary pals and maybe animals, dogs, trees, flowers. Any flowers listening? <laughs> Shout out to the flowers. Shout out to the flowers, y'all. Hey, any flowers listening? Here's a lesson to you. or for, for Here's a lesson I've learned that you may or may not get something from. That's a little bit more accurate. It's um, when you were somewhere, pretend that you are not there. And instead, you're just watching there from far away. Makes a huge difference. For example, if you're at the library or at your place of business and someone's yelling at you, it's very personal. But if you pretend that you're watching it from, let's say, the safety of behind a TV screen and you're watching the exchange, it kind of it does two things. It takes you out of the situation so you can kind of decide the best um, approach without being emotionally affected by what's happening because you can kind of remove yourself and then too it gives you a little bit more perspective because now um you and the other person are both two characters in this tv show that you're watching um so it kind of takes you out of your own head a little bit that's my lesson short and sweet and uh that's kind of been my uh mantra lately just be like hey man hey that's fine is this hey, what you meant it's when fine. you when it's you, fine, man? 
when you texted me and you said that you had it all figured out. Oh, this isn't it. That's not oh. it. Oh my god. I no, I so I'm still putting it together. This is oh, just okay. like a this is just like a fun thing. Oh, but okay. This, this is just is a, like a bonus life lesson. This is a yeah, this is a well, no, this is the this is a life lesson, but it's not the I figured it out, although I'm really darn close. And the, the answer is you got to sleep under your desk for an hour before you get into work every day, guys. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you now, not everyone can because you might not have a desk or your desk might be in a shared space. But this isn't a you problem. This is a work culture problem. Imagine a work. Imagine working in a place where when you're tired, as long as your job is getting done, you can lay down and go to sleep. Can you imagine and someone be like, don't do that, because that's weird. You're a grown-up. Get off the floor. What does that mean? We can't rest because we're grown-ups? I, I would imagine with um, work from home becoming more and more uh, accepted and encouraged in various workplaces, I would imagine there's probably a lot of people who do work either lying down or they take naps like while... Well, they, uh, I know uh, for for a while I was allowed to do some work from home and I found it incredibly liberating because as long as you're working the hours you're supposed to work and you are getting all the tasks done that you need to get done, the how, <laughs> how you accomplish those things and when you accomplish those things is a little less, um, uh, uh, a little less stringent or strict, I guess. Like if you, if you want to get it all done really early in the morning and then you have the rest of your day to like run errands or take a nap or watch Andor or something like that, then you could do that. Or if you want to take a break, like maybe you get a really bad headache, like halfway through the day and you take a couple hour break um, you can't do that at work at work you know when you're there you either have to like call out sick or you need to just like work through the pain and so it's kind of nice and liberating so I bet a lot more people would take siestas and probably are taking siestas out there somewhere um, but you're right that is kind of a workplace culture thing so one of the ways you're coping with it is to pretend you're a character on a tv show oh yeah Yes. And so the idea too, this thinking nest, I got to sell Google on it. I'm going to sell uh, Amazon on it. Big company. I'll be like, hey, I'm like, how how are your profits? And they're like, our profits are looking great. But what about your synergy? Synergy through the roof. I'm like, <laughs> what about your nest think? They're like, nest think? We do group think. I'm like, yeah, but have you done nest think yet? They're like, what's that? I'm like, well, what? From what I understand, a lot of those big tech companies kind of already have this figured out. Like I, I recently yes, let me watched, pretend, man. <laughs> I recently watched a video though, um, and it was about Twitter and about like uh, working at Twitter. And they have like they actually have like kind of nests that you can hang out they're, in. They're birds, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and they have like foosball tables and they have like lounges and I remember watching the video and thinking like when do they work or <laughs> I was like this just sounds like a really good time and maybe they're getting work done while they're having a good time maybe it's one of those places that's like as long as you're getting your stuff done I don't really care when and how you get it done like or maybe that's the that's the meeting like hey guys we gotta we gotta come up with some some ideas here for 
how to solve this problem. Okay, let's hit the foosball table and come up with these <laughs> ideas, right? Yeah. yeah, there's something to be said for that stuff. I mean, those companies are making, I guess they're making a lot of money. I don't know. I don't know anything about economics. I heard they were making money. I don't know. I, You know me, <laughs> I rebel against the very concept of money. But hey, yeah, so what do I know? I'm just a guy sleeping under my desk, you know? Waking up refreshed with the most synergistic ideas around. <laughs> Guys, remember, thinking nests made with all American nesting materials. <laughs> <laughs> hey, got a problem at work? Think on or sleep on it. There it is. How nice. do you like that? Sleep nice. on it. Sleep on it. Sleep on it. Uh, this brings us to the end of the podcast where we always take a moment to take a pause for positivity. We call it the pause pause, of course. What else would we call it? I can't think of a single thing. Can you? <laughs> maybe if I sleep on it. <laughs> maybe if you sleep. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if you sleep on it. Um, no, yeah, I forgot I texted you about like how I figured it all out. I'm still putting it together. It's okay. like, it's like, it, it, there, there are multiple things. I think I told you there's waves involved. It's incredible. You know, spoiler alert. There are waves involved, man. And it's insane. Did you see these? The waves go up and then it's crazy. You're looking around. You're like, what's going to happen now? These waves are going to stay up forever, right? Spoiler alert. No, they won't. They're going to go down, man. All the time. You know what? You know what I'm talking about, right, Alan? No, I was just at the beach. I yeah, saw you saw them. waves yeah. going up and down. Yeah. I feel the sound waves right now, right? Yeah. Actually, now that you're talking about this, like uh -huh. something that you do see at the beach, high tide and low tide. High tides and low tides. And when it's low tide, you can accomplish more things. You can go out and you can walk. And then when it's high tide, oh, you got to. You got to limit your, the things that you do on the beach. And that's yeah. a lot like life. Sometimes you have high tides and you have low tides. What about life. that light, man? Light. It's a frequency. And what's a frequency? But a wave. Holy crap. Everything's waves, man. So you're still working on this. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I was really looking forward to hearing like. No, no, it it's. I forgot I even texted you. I had figured it out. I had, but th so that was when I was at the top of the wave and then the wave went down again, but then it went up again. So I need to wait till I'm back up at the top of me. What? Uh, damn wait. those waves. It's like waves it up and down everywhere. It's like, what's that over there? It's a wave. Are you sure? It was like, yeah, it's all waves. It goes, it waves all the way down. I mean, I guess it's good that we know about the waves, but it's like not great that we aren't in control of the waves. We're not in control of the way. Well, that's uh, that's 100 percent right. We can't control the waves. Right. Yeah. What do you think, Alan Watts? What would he say? I don't have a clip, but he would say that <laughs> the wave, like that we're all part of the waves. Right. He would say that we're not. If anyone's curious, 1970s uh, philosopher Alan Watts is a friend of the show. Um, his ghost is a he would his, be if he was around. His ghost is a reoccurring character on the show. Yeah, he's one of our guest speakers. Absolutely. Um, By the he, way, if you do you have no, you don't have Apple product, but you have Spotify. I've eaten apples. I have. <laughs> so you have a music streaming service. I know you like Spotify. Have you ever looked up Alan Watts on Spotify? 
because I just, I know this is a little bit of a tangent, but apparently there no. are a lot of like musicians who um, compose music to and they, his yes, to his lectures. And so you can listen to his lectures with music behind them that has been like, especially composed. Um, and a lot of times it's like these kind of like cool, like, uh, like lo-fi beats or like techno beats and stuff like that like with him kind of uh like remixed into it uh they've like sampled his lectures and it the it's really good like some of them are really good i would just just check it out sometime <laughs> here's a here's a little because now this is all bringing me because you know me i got like notebooks that are <laughs> filled with random thoughts that i'm trying to coalesce but here's a little bit of something it just this conversation triggered this memory Here's a little something I'm trying to figure out, like, how does this fit? Right. So, you know how one of my great despairs is let, let's take Rings of Power, for example. Right. Uh, on Amazon Prime. I love it. I think it's a great. great. A but great I, television I show. do know I do know that some people don't love it. Right. And not only do they not love it, but they don't want other people to love it as right, well right. for they different reasons. They want to like actively like tell yeah. you to stop watching it. Yeah. Which so surface level right away, like that behavior I don't agree with right mm -hmm. but then here's another thing there's a part of me that's very sad for this person too because often it's someone and also we can do lord of the rings we could do star wars often it's someone who loves the thing so much that they then end up hating it right yes you know like here's a i'm a star wars fan and i love star wars i love star wars now i hate this yeah i or love ghostbusters. this but i, I hate ghostbusters this. and now it's been completely ruined for me it's been ruined forever right women am i right am i right course, for for listeners i am the biggest feminist that Tess knows but it's i'm just true. saying what people are saying i am it's true I'm, I'm working on that oh speaking of putting things together i've made some big strides with that book you remember, I don't have a name for it yet, but uh, the poetry book about goddesses. Well, it, it's taken a, it's taken a, it's taken a turn. Oh. Um, it's taken a turn. It is, um, it's a something, man. I got, oh man. And I've been working on it anyway, but here's the thing. So, you know how like someone, they love the thing so much. So I, one, I'm upset because of this behavior of telling people, well, you're dumb for liking this thing. Mm. You shouldn't like it. Let me make some memes. Oh, I got my fingers over the keyboard. I'm ready to. Because if it's a meme, then it's got to be true. So mm -hmm. then um, that was sarcasm as well for me. But anyway, another part makes me sad because it was like, I always think that if they just either were willing to accept this new thing or if they could look at it in a certain light, like this person who hates Last Jedi or Rings of Power could love it if they looked at it differently one thing i talked to a co-worker of mine jenna and jenna is very cool but we have and she's she i would say as you and i say she gets it she gets it because we'll have conversations she'll be like oh well i didn't like that this happened because it was different from the lore but she's being respectful still she goes i like this and i like that but this thing i didn't like you know and it's different from the lore and i'll be like well this is this is classic me i'm like well you do know that it's all made up <laughs> <laughs> you know, and not to not to take away from it, but it's all made up, yeah. you know, Tolkien yeah. made up some stuff and now these people are making up some stuff. So who's to say that this stuff is like more 
worthy of my love than this stuff, right? So so I'm often filled with a great sorrow because I'm like, this person, if they just tweak their their perspective, they could love it, right? If they choose to love it, right? Well then, so this is where the part comes where I don't really know what to do with this. But then I was like, wait a second. What if this person who's so close to the thing that they love that they end up seeing everything wrong with it, right? Like the biggest fan is the one with the most criticisms, right? Like, oh man, why did Galadriel say that? That was in Cinder and it should have been uh, Quenya. You know what I mean? Like that, and what's the editing with this scene? And like the timeline is so, you know what I mean? Is Then I was like, well, let's take that view of ourselves. I'm watching, for example, I went to see Black Adam the other day, right? It has the rock in it and I chose to like it. And it's actually... I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. It was a pretty cool movie. And I've, actually, it was, I've actually heard a lot of people say they like that. Yeah, it was, I mean, I kind of went to see it just because, you know, and I was like, Amanda and I had a date day and we were like, what else are we going to see? Let's see The Rock, you know, fly around. Sure. Um, But I ended up really liking it. It had a lot of connective tissue to like the DC universe. I didn't realize it was still a thing, but that's cool. Um, But anyway, I chose to like it. And I was like, well, what if we looked at ourselves that same way? And like, when I look at someone who's angrily making an angry YouTube video, just to leap it to something else, influencing others to also hate Rings of Power, kids, influence for influence's sake isn't good. Listen to me. I know. <laughs> anyway. Um, and you're and you're talking about something pretty low stakes, right? Like if someone doesn't like a TV show, that's probably fine. But you could... Uh, apply what you're saying to let's bring it back to Kanye and the anti-Semitic remarks that he's making. Let's let's apply it there. Like, let's say you hear a bunch of negative things about Jewish people. Maybe you go talk to a Jewish person and you see and you find out that those things aren't true and that they're just people like you and you probably have a lot in common with them and you'd probably again you'd probably really like those latkes okay and um yeah i i agree with you sir let's just choose to like things let's put it put things in perspective How you like these dramatic pauses? They're really good. You were killing it with the dramatic pauses. It's probably not great for an audio format. Um, No, 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 they're loving it at home. (laughs) They're loving it. They're on the edge of their seat going, uh huh. What's he going to say next? What's he going to say next? What's he going to say? But I was going to say, just to to put a pin in it, is that that choosing to love is, um, I was going to say, like, you know, we go out and I go, oh, boy, why did I eat that? Right. Mm-hmm. Or why did I I should have, you know, I should be doing more stuff with Freya or I should be doing this or man at work. I could have done this, 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 this. If we just looked at it, someone could see me in here. Here you go. My mom, my mom could look at me the same way I look at that angry YouTuber. And she's like, why can't he just why can't he see what I see in you? Just like I'm like, why can't you see what I see in Rings of Power? Right. I don't know what to do with it, but there's something there like that, that idea, you know, like I'm my mom's rings of power to me. <laughs> and then I'm also the angry YouTuber who doesn't like rings of power. To other people. To other people. That's exactly wow. right. Yeah. What? I don't know what's there, man. It's all waves. Waves. <laughs> goes up, it goes down, you know, go side to side. 
goes a little bit this way, goes a little bit that way. Anyway, welcome to the pause pause. What's something that you are grateful for, Tess? Um, I I forgot to prepare for this. So this is um, the part where you look around the room and you're like, uh, the crypt- no, I actually I actually do have something. Um, and it's actually something uh quite profound. Um, it was when I was down visiting my how many how many waves does it have <laughs> out of ten? Waves. No got waves. Like, got like so many waves. It's oh, got, like, good. Like, oh good. Oh good. Waves. Um, I'm all about those waves. So I was I, when I was down visiting my uh, parents. Um, my dad has recently retired, and like um, he he's had like he had a career in the military, and then he had a career in education, and he retired from the military, and then started this other career, and now he's retired from that career, and so now he's like actually like good and well retired. He does have he does have a part time job. Um, cause my dad just can't stop. He's just one of those guys. He's currently training for a marathon. He's in his sixties. This is a man who cannot stop, but we were chatting, um, while during our visit and he mentioned, um, that he doesn't have any friends. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't, he, he has my mom and he considers her his best friend, which is great. Um, but he, he, fully admitted and confessed that he doesn't really feel like he has any other friends and um and that he was fine with that he was like well I have your mom that's all I need um and I I was thinking about it and I was like well Brett is probably my best friend my beloved husband I said but I probably have like four other best friends like I was like I I can think I can think like immediately like if I needed something I I could call you I could call Jill I could call Kit or I could call Elizabeth and I know that all four of you would be like what can I do how just can I put help it in you? a in a group call yeah then- if I just put out a group chat like the four yeah. of you would be on it and it'll be like uh the first council of the ring and I'll be <laughs> like uh Elizabeth, like you have my sword and like, <laughs> my bow, my axe. <laughs> exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah. You're Gimli, and yeah. uh, Elizabeth is Legolas, and Jill is Samwise Gamgee. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Jill's a total Samwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Kit is Aragorn. Yeah. Um. This all tracks. This, this all, all tracks. tracks. And but I. I hadn't really realized how lucky I am. Mm -hmm. I think like when you become an adult, because I was talking about a couple of friends that I had. I had really, really good friends that I'm not really friends with anymore. Just life happened and we fell out of touch and maybe it was my fault. Maybe it was their fault. Um, But uh, I'm just not friends with those people anymore. I was like, but I have maintained these friendships with these four people for years and I know that I can rely on them. And I'm I'm incredibly grateful for that because not everybody has that. I think when you're an adult, it's hard to have friends sometimes, like because you have other priorities that are competing with your for your attention and and you have to work to maintain a friendship. It's like a two-way thing. Like if one of you decides you don't want to do it anymore, then it's done, you know? And so I'm so lucky that I have people in my life that have not just dumped me. And I'm really, really grateful for my friends. Oh, man. that's super sweet. So this is a little <laughs> awkward, but this is the last episode we're going to be doing. 
I've just decided that, you know, I don't want to be, be friends anymore. Um, anyway, it's been a really good run. Um, but you know what? I'm really happy to know you've got other friends. Um, please, please delete my number. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I, I am joking. Um, no, that's a, that's a really good thing to be thankful for. And, and, um, I've got one. Uh, so this one's going to sound weird, but this is okay. This is, you know what? It's fine. Um, things that I, it's the no judging zone of no judgment. It so is. Okay. So I, I'm also lucky that I have a lot of friends in my life. I'm at a, a weird point where like Amanda's certainly my best friend and my, my best partner in life. Um, but I don't have a lot of close friends around me physically. You know, I don't have any friends in the neighborhood and at my job, I have people that I'm friendly with. Probably the closest thing to, like, I have probably, like, a few people that are kind of, like, friends, you know, but not, like, friend friends. Yeah. And then I I've got I've got friends elsewhere, like I've, you and Elizabeth and uh, some people at my other, um, mm-hmm. the branch I used to work at, Miranda and Austin. So I do have friends, um, but they're kind of separate. So here's my thing that I'm grateful for. This doesn't sound weird. I've started doing this. This is a coping mechanism where I've really been embracing the idea of imaginary friends. So don't get jealous because you're still a great friend, but sometimes I need a friend like with me right now, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, when I was a kid, I never had any imaginary friends. Did you Tess? Yes. Yeah. See, I never did, but now I had, um, I had imaginary pet friends William and Mary, who are mice that talk to me. Oh, like a Ralph S. Mouse type situation. Uh, absolutely. Did like... they have motorcycles? <laughs> no, they didn't. No, no. <laughs> anyway, I've recently started imagining things. So like if I lay down in bed and my head starts spinning, right? You know, I'm thinking about work or thinking about the thing I did or thinking about, you know, whatever. I just pull up one of my imaginary friends and give me a little pep top in my head. Now I got a couple. Uh, I'll share them with you. Uh, One is Sonic the Hedgehog. He'll show up and he'd be like, hey, man, it's fine. It's fine. You know, this is very great. Uh, King Leonidas shows up sometimes from 300. Yeah. And he's always got my back. He's like my he's like the guy who's like, no, it's fine. That's protein. You know, don't worry (laughs) about it. That's protein. You know, I love that. Yeah. I uh, really love this because I also have an imaginary friend. Do you? This is very exciting. I didn't know. Yeah, no, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, because you know what? It's funny. You and I are talking about this and we're like, yeah, does anybody else do this? I bet you a lot of people do this and yeah. they just, it's not societally accepted to have an imaginary friend past the like age of 12, probably. But, um, mine is Carrie Fisher. Oh, I you told me this before, yeah, not I, being your, your imaginary friend, but this I, connection. I used to listen to her. I listened to all of her audiobooks and she would narrate them and she would tell me about her life. A lot of her audiobooks are memoirs about her life. And so I feel like, even though I've never met Carrie Fisher, that I know a lot about her life, like mm-hmm. the way that you might, a good friend, you might have sh- shared things with your life. And when I was done listening to all the audiobooks, I kind of missed my friend Carrie. And sometimes, I swear to God, regularly, I'll be in my car talking to Carrie. I'll just, I'll turn down my music and I'll be like, hey, this thing is going on in my life. Let me tell you about it. And 
I find that she's like a really great sounding board to just like, you know, I, I got like an idea that I want to run past you or I've got this thing, this conflict happening and she gives me like her advice about what to do. Like, I love it, man. Maybe we're crazy, but I don't think there's any. I don't know if we that. are. I don't think we're crazy because I have. So another one is it's like the goddess. Right. And she yeah. takes many different yeah, forms. Absolutely. But she, it's so interesting because since she is a. This is where we get really deep. Since she's both a mother figure and a romantic figure, sometimes these imagination. <laughs> Look at you. Like, here's the deal. It, it it's a coping mechanism, and it feels great. You know, um, I had Neo show up, but he never said anything. He just oh. sat there and stared well, at me. He's for just a bit. like a strong, silent type. He's Sometimes like the he's like the guy who comes present. in and meditates with you, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's his presence is calming and comforting. Yeah, yeah. He's just there, and he's just like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, I'm grateful for my friends and my imaginary friends um i, I have like I got one or two other ones but that's the, that's the core group you know um yeah hey listener ing listening friends um if you like to share something that you're thankful for um you can say it right now and you know what if it's your imaginary friends we're certainly not judging you at all Very nice. And if you're comfortable, tweet at us, your imaginary friends at same team, y'all. You know, the very worst part of the movie, uh, Inside Out, is when when she, Bing Bong when she has to forget her imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. I hated, hated that part of the movie. Ugh. But and- that part, that's the that's <laughs> the the emotional nadir of the the show. Like you have to have that. Not to say you have to, but it is she has to say goodbye you yeah. know and bing that's, bong willingly that part, gives that part of the wave yeah that's the down part of the wave that's right alan watts would say how would we know what light is if we didn't also have darkness right you know yeah freya asked me she goes the other day this is about waves she goes the earth is if the earth is spinning all around how come we don't feel it and i told her we do this is what it feels like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Next Alan <laughs> Watts right here. I know. Deep guy. It's all waves, Freya. All rules are made up, you know. But um uh, historical waves, right? Yeah. You know, historic cultural right. waves go up and down, right? You know? Anyway, um <laughs> What's something you like about yourself? Sir? Thank you. Thank you. Um I- I'll tell you right now. This is a double-edged sword because sometimes if I'm around people that are um I don't want to say not my friends, but aren't that they don't get it. Yeah. Um, this can be a, a double-edged sword, but I appreciate, I like that I can be so honest and vulnerable with my friends. Now this does kick me in the butt sometimes. Cause if I'm sharing things with a coworker, um, like how much I like, maybe not that Sonic's an imaginary friend, but that like, I like Sonic and I like drawing Sonic then this person could later when we're at work be like, well, no wonder you missed that deadline. Cause you're probably too busy drawing Sonic, which is a real D move kind of situation, you know? Um, so I appreciate how honest I can be with people. 
but it is a uh, uh, I'm learning that uh, be a little selective over who I'm completely honest with. What about you, Tess? Um, I this is it. This is like just a little thing. But I was when I was down visiting my mom, my mom has a very short haircut. And um, I came up from the room that I was staying in to say good morning to her. And I had my hair like this in braids. I have two braids on the side of my head if you're not watching on YouTube. And for listeners, I do as well. <laughs> no, I'm a good looking bald man. Okay. Yeah. And um, I had my hair in braids. And she said, oh, I wish I could braid my hair. And I thought... I've been really taking for granted that I can braid my hair. Like me braiding my hair is like, I kind of like, don't really feel like messing with my hair today. And so I'm just going to braid it real quick so I can go on with whatever I'm about to do. And I hadn't considered that there are people who are looking at my hair and thinking, gosh, I wish I could do that with my hair, but it's too short or it's too fine or it's too, you know, whatever. Um, And so I'm thankful for my hair. Um, I think that like sometimes I think like, oh, I'm just going to do this, my stupid hair. But there are people who are looking at your hair and are like, man, I wish I had her hair. Just the way that I look at other people's hair. And I think, man, I wish my hair looked like that. So I'm thankful for my hair. (laughs) I mean, that's it's perfectly fine to be bald too. I think you look great. You're welcome, sir. (laughs) Thank you. Um, now, uh, listening friends, take a moment, think about something that you love about yourself and uh, whisper it to the wind, and then we will hear it as well. By the way, oh, very nice, very good. By the way, wind, it's a wave. Everything, it's waves, man. It's a wave. Everything's waves, man. I try not to think about the wind too much because... Sometimes I feel the wind and I was like, what is causing wind? Like, where does oh, wind God. come from? You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I can't think about well, it. It's it's like a perpetual <laughs> motion machine, right? Yeah. The question. Like, what what's... is causing wind? Like, normally when you feel wind, you're like, what is that? But sometimes it's just wind. And I, oh, I guess it's probably <laughs> like warm air and cold air going up and down and pushing like, into each other. Like outer space. I can't think about outer space too long or I will start to feel completely insignificant. And I, <laughs> oh, yeah, because you feel so tiny, right? Have you, did you hear? I know you don't follow the news, but recently NASA put out a recording of what a black hole sounds like it's wild everyone go out and google it and then feel insignificant and then like try to like talk how does it down how does it make a sound though because there's no particles Dude, in space that's, to... that's what i'm saying it's crazy it'll blow your mind go listen to it it makes a noise space makes a noise space makes a noise. What is space <laughs> makes a noise? Here's an here's an idea for you. You ready for? I, I love I love how the podcast just like breaks down at the end. But you know, it's almost like a special treat for for our listening friends that make it all the way through to the end. All this way, the ones that are like, yeah, I just listen for the loves, and then I go home. Um, like they're missing out on it. So here's an idea. You know, it's a real problem we got with uh. Uh, the air and uh, um, ozone layer and, you know, global warming. And and the answer seems to be we need more trees, right? Because the trees, they clean the air and, and they get rid of, uh, you know, uh, harmful things and 
carbon dioxide and whatever. They clean it all. And I was like, okay, I agree. We need more trees, but we got a problem. Trees are, are a good resource. People like to chop them down and trees take up space. Mm-hmm. So they need to chop them down and they take time to grow. Mm-hmm. I know this, you know this, we all know this, but then I was like, well, we don't really need trees. Well, hear me out. I mean, we do, but we need what the trees do. Now, here's the deal. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a scientist, guys. But are you telling me we can't get some kind of, let's pretend it's a Petri dish, right? Filled with algae or something, chlorophyll, that does the thing that trees do, right? And then you build, I don't want to call it a mechanical tree, but a big thing that essentially does what the trees do. People aren't going to chop it down. Why? Because someone owns it. That's the problem with trees. Someone's like, well, I, you know, I got to chop it down. Also, you're not going to make things out of it because it's already the thing. It's Mm. not another thing. And then two, you build it lickety split as fast as a human can build a thing, which we know is incredibly fast. So then why haven't we done that yet? You hear that idea, Tess? Look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. The answer, I think, is we need more trees. But right now, apparently, we've known that for decades, and that's not fixing it. Maybe, maybe we can't. Maybe the only the only thing that does what trees do is trees. I don't know, man. Here's the deal. We live in a time where, like, you know what I mean? Like, we got... I don't know. I can't. I can't imagine. I mean, even even if I, hey, if we have any scientists listening, let me know. But even if, let's say, the only thing that does what a tree does is a tree, right? Well, technically, it's plant life, right? Anything with leaves, right? Um, but I mean, you tell me we can't come up with a way to like, it's a carpet. Just picture like a, a big swath of carpet of stuff that sucks in the air and cleans it out. Like you telling me, and here's the answer. And this is me. I'm on my soapbox test. Wait, I'm climbing. I'm going on it. You know why? You know why? Probably because there's no money in it, you know? And also, cause it's not on, here's the deal. If it was a streaming service, we would have 30 of them by now. <laughs> and if it was a type of phone, it would be named a chocolate GX77, and it's going to have 39 cameras on it. It's going to help you become the greatest influencer of all time because you got things to say. But here's the problem. Kiddos, I don't think you got anything interesting to say. Sorry, I got on myself. I'm getting off my soup box. It's so funny. I want to be an influencer. What are you going to influence them for? I don't know. I just need likes, man. Hey, you want to watch me play video games? No, I'm literally watching a hundred other people play video games. Why would I want to watch you? Because I'm interesting. Kid, I'm going to tell you right now, as someone, I'm going to tell you right now, and Tess, you can confirm this. I'm one of the most interesting people and charismatic people on the planet. I'm telling you right now, if I don't have a streaming thing, you don't need a streaming thing. I'm telling you right now. Give me 15 seconds. Where's your demo reel? No, that's not funny at all. What are you doing? Get out of here. People think they're funny, but they're not. But this guy is. And I know that because you know what? I've got empirical evidence of people laughing at things I say all the time. So I don't know where I went with that. But anyway, (laughs) mechanical trees is where it's at. Listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been Same Team, y'all. And like I said, we try to meet every other week, but sometimes life happens. Um, Eventually, are we going to do a Sonic podcast? I mean, I maybe, maybe we will. Yeah, I don't know. T- things have been difficult. I was thinking, how would you feel about a chess podcast? Oh my gosh, I don't know anything about chess. It would just be you talking about chess and me going, uh huh. <laughs> no, no, we can talk about news, chess news. <laughs> chess have, news. Have you heard the news about um? Was it Magnus Carlson? Carlson? No, Magnus? I don't know no. who that is. Oh, he's the world. He's the world greatest chess player currently. I love that chess- this is the news you're following. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's the only news. Well, there was like a whole cheating uh, thing. Not him. Oh, no. Magnus, if you're listening, definitely not you. No, it wasn't you. But Magnus withdrew from this tournament. It was on chess.com. So it was a digital tournament. He withdrew from it on the second move. And he withdrew because he said his opponent was cheating. But there were other instances of that same. Now, guys, I don't know if it's true. I'm just telling you what they told me is other instances. Scandal. Scandal. He had something in his shoe. Uh, when he goes in person and it vibrates and it gives him clues as to what he places because someone else is watching. So like no one's supposed to be telling you like what you should play. See? So essentially like he's getting outside information. Anyway, I don't know. I've got a theme song already. You ready? Okay. Let's talk about chess, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the rook things and the pawn things that can be. Let's talk about chess. Let's talk about chess. Hey, guys, welcome to the Tess and Leaf Chess Podcast, where we talk about chess. How do you like that? That's not bad, right? That's great. Yeah, yeah, guys, pull up a pawn. Pull up a pawn, and we're getting ready to talk about stuff. Anyway, um, if you'd like to email us, that email is, maybe we should say it at the beginning, but who knows? Maybe you get through an hour, two and a half hours of podcast, and now we tell you the email. It's same team, y'all, at gmail.com. Feel free to like us, subscribe, do all those things, or don't. It's up to you. Whatever yeah. you, yeah. We're not telling you how to live your life. We're not telling you how to live your life. Um, no. if you like music, you can check out our Spotify playlist. If you look on Spotify for same team, y'all, we make playlists. We've got it's the holiday season. Apparently, like as soon as Halloween was over, I heard Christmas music everywhere, and so uh, there's a <laughs> there's a holiday yeah. playlist. Do you have a favorite <laughs> holiday movie? I'm gonna maybe Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> I mean, that's that's got to be up there, right? That might be it, yeah. I think I also, for me... I oh. also really love the Muppet Christmas Carol. That one's really great. And they did a Doctor Who uh, version of Christmas Carol that I also really liked with Matt Smith. It was good. I don't I, know um, if that counts. Do you have a fave? I think it's a tie between Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger and... Yeah, it's very good. Sinbad at the at the height of Sinbadness, um, and the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. Oh yes, I, I also now that I'm thinking about it, I love Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. That movie makes me laugh every time I watch it, even though I've watched it like several times. Also. Have you ever watched the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with John Candy? And I Steve believe Martin? it is your stuff that you're loving in Same Team Y'all number 32. <laughs> I don't know about the I don't know about the number, but I'm probably darn I probably, close. I probably have talked about that movie. That is an exceptional movie. And it's uh it's about Thanksgiving. So you all should watch it for Thanksgiving. It's a holiday. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or don't. Uh, I'm not your mom. You do whatever you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. Here's the deal. We're not in it for the likes. <laughs> we're in it for the we're talking to each other. You know, yeah. <laughs> we appreciate you being here. But you know what? We're not trying to. Ooh, I like this tagline. We appreciate you being here, but we're not trying to influence you. But maybe we are in a way. I don't know. <laughs> we're. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess in a way we kind of are. I thought I smelled smoke. So I should probably. No, no, I think it's coming. I think someone's burning leaves outside. Tell your daughter to preheat the oven. Oh, oh no. (laughs) Shake and bake night. Oh, no. Um, Listeners, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We'll catch you on the flip side. And you know what the flip is made of?
Is it a wave? It's waves all the way down. Thank you for listening. And remember, we love you. But not in a creepy way. Oh, wait. I forgot how to stop this. There it is.